once we started working on the network, the stronger the network was, the stronger BSB grew. Because yeah. I even started networking with competitors. There is an association of management consultants here in Macedonia. And you know, at the beginning, I was like with high guard, okay, they're going to steal my idea or I'm going to steal theirs. But then I've realized that there are project opportunities that you cannot capture on your own and you need to team up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we are competitors, but that is a good project. Let's Let's do it together. Yeah, yeah. Really opened my eyes that that it is a way of networking. Welcome to Coaches and Mentors and Rats. The show that brings you remarkable insights and practical steps to help you in becoming the best version of yourself. We're your hosts, Roz and Mike. We both didn't have it easy growing up. Through our story, we've made it our life mission to ensure every young individual will have the opportunity that we didn't have. This would be achieved through offering you unrivaled access to mentors and coaches and the opportunity to help you uncover how they impact our lives. Our vision is to have a world whereby we can all help shape each other's lives through shared experiences and carefully applied tools and systems that has been tried and trusted. Good evening, Dancho, and welcome to the Coaches and Mentors Unwrapped podcast. Good evening, Dancho. Nice to have you on the show today. Good evening, Mike. Good evening, Cross. Nice to be on the show. No, thank you. Thank you. Um, so for, I guess, for the sake of our listeners, uh, once again, thank you for tuning in to Coaching Mentals Unwrapped. Today on the show, we have um, Dancho at Dimkov. So Dancho is, amongst many things, the founder and CEO of Bisbee Solutions. That's spelled B-I-Z-Z-B-E-E Solutions. And we want Dancho to basically share some tips in terms of his journey into entrepreneurship and some of the lessons that, you know, he, he learned and, and how, we, you know, our listeners can, can benefit from that. So without further ado, I guess Dancho will hand it over to you to give us some introduction. Hello. Hi. Thanks. Thanks, Mike, for the introduction. Sounds very good. Um, <laughs> I mean, the company BSB Solution, it was like a business bee, like a hardworking uh, bee that works every day in order to grow businesses. And personally, uh, should I give you quickly my background story of how I yeah, actually got here? And, and also, where you where where you where um you know our listeners are tuning in to you from today. So where are you um, based as well? Please do share definitely. Sure. Well, I come from Macedonia. It's a very small country, and I always make the joke: Can you guess where we are? So, <laughs> questioner, figure out where is Macedonia. And my whole life, I've been an entrepreneur, a serial one, started several business, failed a lot, made so many mistakes. I cannot even count already how many uh, mistakes we, we've done. But through all those mistakes, I've started learning and upgrading our logic and every other business was better and better. Uh, when it comes to Bisbee Solution, it's a management consulting company that actually helps uh, entrepreneurs and startups to grow their businesses. And I'm really fascinated with the entrepreneurship world. I mean, I did even my master's degree on entrepreneurship and I wow. took the executive MBA at Sheffield University in UK. And my whole goal through our company is to help the B2B world and help entrepreneurs grow into startups and as they grow into startups to grow into SMEs and, and beyond. So in short, um, in a business management world, we usually work with market research, business plans, lead generation. And my particular field is young enthusiasts or entrepreneurs because 
I feel with them. I know the headaches that they had ahead of them and they're just not aware. And perhaps that is why I wanted to come and talk on this uh, podcast because I really think that I could save some headaches to some of future entrepreneurs. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, and I love the fact that you made a mention of you made a lot of mistakes, but we'll come on to that because um, that, I guess, you know, led you on to becoming more creative and, and making sure that you can build a sustainable business, you know, in Bisbee Solutions. Um, for the interest of our listeners, today's topic is entitled Six Critical Tasks to Address When Starting Your Business. So, you know, basically, we're, we're trying to ensure that any pitfalls that are potentially ahead of you, in case you're a listener and you're trying to start a business, you know, Dancho will hopefully be your coach or be your mentor, and some of his tools and some of his steps will hopefully guide us along that way. Um, I guess let me hand it over to you, Dancho, in terms of running us through what's your learnings, you know, been in terms of you know, setting up Bisbee Solutions, maybe share six critical tasks that, that our listeners need to be aware of when you started your business. Sure. I mean, when I was thinking which one should be, uh, one were tasks, ones were things that you should consider when starting your first business. Yeah. And yeah, I can reflect because it's not my first business. So when I was coming to BSB, I was like, ah, I know that mistake, don't do it. Or I know that one. But uh, when I need to summarize, the, the first one was to try not to be a one-man show. Because when I started my first business, I had zero experience and zero knowledge. And, you know, as a one-man show, you need to do everything. Uh, you need to start working on marketing. You need to pitch your services and start broadcasting about what value you can offer to your clients. Then you need to put your sales hat in order to start convincing and talking with clients and try to close them, actually. Yeah. Then you need to have the execution hat when you also need to actually do the project when you're a one-man show. And on top of that, you need to take care of finance. You need to think about strategic tasks in terms of improving your services. So... One thing that I've learned on my last business is I didn't do it myself. I onboarded my old wife from the start. So I really felt the difference when there are two people side by side working and growing a business compared to the previous ones where I had to do everything on, on my own. Uh, the second thing was that ensure the finance because uh, all my businesses were bootstrapped. We didn't got any external venture capital and I wish... I could tell you a story, you know what, I had an idea, I got 5 million in funding and everything was a downstream from there. So a lot of blood and sweat and hard working, but all our businesses were started by just going into the bank, take a loan in terms of few thousand euros. We didn't start businesses in hundreds of thousands. And from there, working whole day, whole night, and just reinvesting in the grow as, as the company grows. The problem we had here is that First, uh, you have to recruit junior people because you cannot afford experienced senior people. But yeah. on the other hand, that was maybe even an advantage here because when you work with juniors, they're so ambitious, they're so eager to learn and you can shape them exactly what you need them to do rather than when you're working with seniors, you know, they have the luggage, but they have, you know, how they prefer to do things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. third thing that I had here for, for the critical tasks was to learn to delegate because as I started onboarding people, it was really hard to, to, to give people 
something to to someone else i mean my my always saying was like ideally i should just be able to clone myself and just control c control v make a few clones of me one can do execution one can do marketing but it doesn't really work like that i am sure you know unless if you know the cloning secret please share it with me <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but after that now even during this corona thing i've realized that if you put enough effort in standardization and when you have clear expectations of the employees uh i mean all you need to do is empower them and train them and they will shine like a star so uh i didn't do it at the beginning and i regret it but now i see how big is the impact where employees are not just executioner but they're actually a valued uh, part of the team and they're actually contributing to deliver better project rather than just executing number four was actually to start marketing as soon as possible because even with bisby i made the same mistake because before bisby i was working as a freelancer and you know you go on freelancer platforms upwork or people per hour or guru you find some gigs you make some money and actually that was my motivation to start the business because more work was coming you start recruiting people more work was coming but when you work on freelance gigs you don't really need the marketing you just look at the job post i like this let me apply let me do it but as we grow to 20 30 people i've realized that it's not sustainable to actually chase all the freelance platforms Yeah. And there I was 3 years into the business with zero effort in marketing. So we had to go from scratch building a website, building a blog post, newsletters, the whole thing, but we were years behind. On my next startup, I will know I will start with marketing before I start the business even, not yeah. after 3 years. Yeah. Yeah, it's key. It's very key, isn't it? Exactly. And um, the point 5 was to start networking with people. I again coming from the freelancing world I didn't had the need to be recognized in Macedonia or abroad because it's a gig economy you see a job I can do it you pay me I will do it or I have an agency I can do it for you or some of our employees but then when you go out nobody knows you and it's not just it doesn't know you you cannot uh, use the network on your behalf because uh once we started working on the network the stronger the network was the stronger bsb grew because right. i even started networking with competitors there is an association of management consultants here in macedonia and you know at the beginning i was like with high guard okay they're going to steal my idea or i'm going to steal theirs but then i've realized that there are project opportunities that you cannot capture on your own and you need to team up yeah. i mean yeah we are competitors but that is a good project let's let's do it together yeah that yeah really opened my eyes that that it is a way of networking yeah the last thing was the the outreach the thing that i actually now am a preaching everywhere where i get i'm even writing my book on the outreach process for the b2b is that at one point we realized that we cannot depend on the freelance platforms and our only way was to just start picking up the phone and start cold calling which i've realized it's not really a good idea you're catching people in uncomfortable situations but we've realized that instead of waiting for the phone to ring we need to proactively start looking for clients whether it's linkedin whether it's email whether it's a different event that you can go but at the end of the day if you want to have a sustainable business it it cannot be just done organically and just organically is a very good way but it's mid to long term while the outreach it has immediate effects because yeah if you talk to 1000 people by some statistical mistakes you're going to get a new client at least 
So these were like a six tasks or aspects I believe that any entrepreneur should should know before starting a business. And now we are even delivering some training for entrepreneurs these weeks. And yeah, I'm strongly believer that the the youth is the driving force of the economy. And only entrepreneurs are the ones that are creative and problem solvers. And they know to connect dot A with dot B and, and try to create something amazing. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, you know, one thing you, you spoke out is um, delegating and marketing, which I think is is two key things. You know, with delegating, you can't take everything upon yourself. And I do believe there's power in collaboration as well. So if you know there's someone doing something that's similar to yours, you know, collaboration is, is key. It's not about, you know, having that kind of helmet that you were mentioning of someone stealing your idea. Um, but Jancho, how was it like working with your wife? The first venture, mm. you know, obviously me and Mike worked together. So how was that? <laughs> well, you know what? It's weird at the beginning because, yeah, you spent eight hours, actually spent 16 hours at work together. Yeah. Then you come home and then you're still together. But on the other hand, I've talked with a lot of entrepreneurs that are not understood by their spouses whether it's yeah. girl or, or, or boy. Uh, you know, they need to work 16 hours and then they got home and then their wife or 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 what's the alternative to wife, spouse, are yeah. like, okay, uh, where have you been to now? You haven't done anything or, 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 or stuff. But when we're jointly building the business, we support each other. I mean, I have yeah. rough parts, or maybe she has some rough parts, and we try to support each other. And seeing you both on, on the podcast, I, I know that when two people are involved, it, it's always easier to, to go through the entrepreneurship journey. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, you do butt heads at times, but at the same time, you know, you, you, you help one another. Find balance, there. Right? Yeah, you find a balance. Find a balance. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's the word. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. And but, um, you need some, yeah. some break or relax from time to time. It's like, okay, you yeah, that, exactly. go, to the other yeah. Corner. <laughs> go to that side of the room and I'll go to this side of the room. Exactly. exactly. You do need that. You do need that. But how did you uncover to be um, key to your business? Well, through a lot of mistakes as I started from yeah. the beginning. Uh, I mean, it helped that I did a lot of academic uh, background and I did the master right. degree in entrepreneurship. Yeah. It gave me some ideas on what are the alternatives, what's the good and what's the bad. Yeah. But at the end of the day, uh, you can learn three years about how to swim, but until you actually get into the water, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. And for me, it was a bit easier because it's not my first startup. I have some background. But when it comes to the outreach, it really came naturally because I'm really interested in growing people, in growing companies, in growing services. So when I saw the benefit on the outreach, it was like, okay, I need to actually start helping companies to, to do the same. And it's weird enough, during the corona, we switched from a general management consulting company to a specialized B2B outreach company. So before the corona, we were like a man for hire. You need market research, we can do it. You need a business plan, sure. Do you need any analysis? Of course. But now we even redesigned our website to say, look, we are marketing and sales outreach agency. We specialize in B2B world. In particularly, we specialize in uh, agencies, in consultants, and in software companies. And when we got that straight focus, I've realized that the things started changing. I've realized that we started attracting, attracting, attracting the right audience. Yeah, 
Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I come across, Dancho, is um, my previous work being a, in project management, we had opportunity of doing social enterprise projects with young people. Um, and often at times, one thing that would arise when we're trying to set up a project or trying to get young people in the mindset of work readiness is it's going to take too long. You know, I want to start a business. I'm very entrepreneurial. You know, with young people that I come across and that I work with day to day, what I find is that they're doing things on the side and they're not realizing that it's very entrepreneurial, but they need to channel that into, you know, as offering as a service or yeah. um, getting yeah. some kind of funding from it. So my question to you is how long did it take you to address the task, the six tasks that you've, you've given us today? Well, um, it is an ongoing battle. I, it's yeah. not that I've addressed <laughs> all the tasks in, in marketing, in sales, in service development. It is yeah. an ongoing process of growing. But interesting, we, we embedded the change in our culture. So now, for example, in our marketing team, uh, a few months ago, we introduced a bi-weekly newsletter. And so when you introduce something new, you destabilize the whole team, how it should be. But after several newsletters, it got back to normal. Now we just introduced video interview series that we started doing from 1st of January on marketing and sales automation. And now it's a destabilization again. And it, it is as a company culture that we destabilize, we grow a bit, then we shake a thing, then we grow furthermore. Right. And as an ongoing process, I've realized that it is not a one-time task. And it's interesting that you've mentioned that the social enterprises, because when I talked with entrepreneurs, and I mean, we've had more than 400 clients already, uh, I see two types of entrepreneurs. The ones are like, I'm going to start a business within six months, I'm going to be a millionaire and, and all those ambitious goals. And yeah. Well, good luck, dude not going to happen probably your first startup obviously mm -hmm. but on the other hand we're talking with entrepreneurs that that are driven by passion and you know yeah. when you have the passion about it if i tell you look starting a business is a journey of not even few months in years it, they're like well i actually enjoy doing this for so for me it's not a hustle to, to keep doing this for two years or five years or 10 years. And I've realized that the people that are driven by passion in order to start their business, either it starts as a hobby and then they've realized that they can commercialize it. And those are the people that usually succeed in, in business. That's brilliant. That's well put. Yeah. Um, in, in closing, what are some of the books that helped shape your thinking? I know you learn more from mistakes, like you said, right? You had a, a couple of other startups and obviously all the learnings you, you put it into into Bisbee solutions. But in terms of resources, um, for, for, for the sake of us and our listeners, or are there any specific books or kind of tools that you'd like to recommend that helped you uh, build your other businesses plus Bisbee solutions? Yeah, yeah, there is a lot of literature now. And of course, it's free. And if I need to recommend, of course, I would recommend many books. I mean, joking, but, but yeah, actually. Uh, what is your book? Please share, share it. Uh, well, on our website, on Bisbee Solution, we have a series of seven different ebooks. They're okay. not that big, 50 to 60 pages each, and each address a separate topic in the B2B outreach and sales process, whether how to actually do your ideal client profile or how to build a database of ideal prospects or how to create messages that are not salesy but are more conversation starters, uh, yeah. how to actually do LinkedIn outreach, how to do email outreach, and then once people start responding, how to nurture them into a relationship rather than burn the bridges by directly pitching. And 
time, we have it under BSB Academy, like seven different books that are addressing different topics. And really, those are things that as we learn, as we see what works with clients and what doesn't, we actually adjust it on, on the books. And now the goal is to combine those seven into one single book, which we hope it will go out in 2021. But it's January, so I still have enough time to, to actually merge it. But when it comes to B2B world, and especially for entrepreneurs, I think that going over those few books will open the, will give them a completely different perspective. No, that, that's brilliant. I yeah, it's great. We're going to share the link on our, yeah. on our show notes. Yeah, so, for sure. you know, our listeners can, can obviously access those, um, those resources. And um, it's been amazing talking. I, I like the fact that it's been very structured, right? You know, you talked about starting from, not starting alone, well, for this, especially for, for business solutions and working with your wife, all the way down to outreach. And again, we're going to outline all these steps. Um, so thank you once again for that. Uh, how can our listeners connect with you? Um, are you on kind of you know, socials? And I know you're on LinkedIn because, you know, we are connected, but are there any other channels that we can share? Yeah, my two main channels are Facebook and, and LinkedIn. I know that there is Twitter, Instagram and, and everything else, but <laughs> honestly, it is a headache to be present on so many networks. So yeah. I choose Facebook because, because it's from my time. I know that millennials got into Twitter, TikTok and all the new <laughs> networks that are out there. Yeah. So but, you're not going to join that show? I see you doing some, some, some videos on, on TikTok, no? <laughs> no, no, not my style, honestly, but also as I'm targeting B2B world, my yeah. community is more on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Also, people could come on our website because every two weeks we publish a new blog and it's not a blog in terms of three, three tricks how to do something, but it's more insightful blogs that we really put some effort on, on those. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank Great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, it's, been, it's been a pleasure talking. Um, and yeah, we just want to say thank you. Uh, you know, hopefully our listeners would, would find this insightful and informative. And again, it's a, it's a wrap from Coach the Mentals and Wrap. That's it, guys. Thank you very much, Dancho, for your time yeah. today. Mike, Ross, thank you very much for having me on the show. I really hope that this kind of interviews will inspire or help entrepreneurs in order to, to pursue their passion and, and their dreams. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. For all the links to the resources discussed on this episode, click the details link next to the podcast. For any questions or topics you'd like to discuss, mentoring and coaching requirements, kindly drop us an email, support at cm-unwrapped.com. Thanks for listening. Until next time, remember, inch by inch you form a stitch and 1% improvement daily can help you become 37 times better in a year. That's absolutely staggering. Let's go get this, guys. Thank you.